0: You're listening to Diary of a Congresswoman, a series of conversations with Teresa Ledger-Fernandez. I'm Mary Charlotte Domandi. January 20th, 2021. And there's a sense of optimism today as the Trump presidency comes to an end. I hope you, dear listener, don't mind that this is an episode of pretty much pure joy and elation on the part of the Congresswoman. We'll get back to wonkish policy and all kinds of other
1: stuff soon. Are we all excited? Are we all like we can breathe? Yeah, Yeah, really. (laughs) So today,
0: Inauguration Day, where were you? What did you do? What was it like? It was
1: so amazing. Like it was despite the heavy security. I mean, we woke up and there were National Guards. You know, I'm 20 minutes rock from the Capitol and there were National Guards, like just strolling up and down our street here. But once you got in there, you know, they made a decision because of COVID and because of everything else to say very few people get to come. And I think it was basically the secretaries, Congress, and then some key people up on the stand. So we were down below, which was great because we could look up. It was, oh, it was wonderful because the moment Kamala Harris got sworn in, you would overcome, like I started jumping up and down like a little girl, like who gets so excited because, oh my God, it happened. The first woman, the first black woman, you know, it was just, that was like this level of joy. Like, I don't believe it, it happened. And then when President Biden got sworn in, there was such a lightness and relief and faith and hope and trust and all of those beautiful words actually were all there in that moment. And you really felt it. And I think people felt that around the world that we're past it. Right. And, and I've been to, I was at Obama's inauguration. I was at Clinton's inauguration and none of them were like this, like none of them had that sense of relief and that absolute sense of we are safe now. Cause one was like before those ones were yay. We won and our policies are better. And boy, you know, wasn't that war in Iraq and Afghanistan horrible. But they didn't go to the essence of will we exist? I don't think there's ever been in my lifetime an inauguration like this that marked such a transition from pure fear to where we're at now. So
0: it's it's like an existential shift.
1: Yes, it's an existential shift. It is such a moment of transition, truly from dark to light, from you know, from from, from fas- you know, near fascism back to democracy. From, and you know, the ledge held long enough for us to start climbing out on a rope ladder. You know, it's like if there's a visual, the visual for me is always this, like. It was down there, and it was that moment where you almost fall in, and a lot of us built a ledge, and we built that rope ladder, and we're climbing out now because everybody did it together too because that's the other thing is such, I mean, how many, like millions and millions and millions and millions, 80 million people built that bridge out.
0: So is there a feeling among your fellow Congress people? at least your Democratic ones or maybe beyond your Democratic colleagues that reflects what you're saying now?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody was. And that's the neat thing is there was a sense of palpable joy in the crowd. And I will say that there were Republicans, freshman Republicans who came to the inauguration. And I'm going to be reaching out to those who want to work on things. But, you know, once again, what Biden did was talk about what he wants to get done and how he wants to heal and bring us together. And that's what we need to do. That's our focus. Bipartisan is our focus. Progress is our focus. Healing unity is our focus. And that's a different thing. It's not about the partisanship. It's about the progress. So any
0: other reflections on the inauguration? I I personally was very moved by the poem by Amanda Gorman. Uh
1: everything was wonderful you know the the poem by amanda gorman my goodness my goodness and 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 i didn't you know because we were there you didn't necessarily hear everything and i he said i heard him say first first uh poet laureate and i was like she's not the first poet laureate that we've had joy Harjo." and you know it was like we're like that and, and then it was only later when i read the stuff that she was the first youth poet laureate and boy you know, she spoke truth to so many and that hope and the manner in which she would color both. Because I think that's it. Like her poem reflected that sense of the dark and the light and the juxtaposition that she put was beautiful. You know, J-Lo, when singing the song goes, I, justicia para todos, I mean, that was like, yes. I thought Senator Clomashar was great. And even her opening remarks were wonderful. I tweeted out some of the stuff. Her opening remarks were beautiful and captured the moment. I love the fact that we spoke about white supremacy. I mean, it wasn't like, we're going to ignore what just happened. We're going to call it out. We're going to say we're not going to have it. So the fact that that ran through everybody, saying this is what is the problem, and we are going to take it on and move beyond it because these is the other problem and all those flags and all the deaths. And it's like it was all acknowledged. We did not, they did not in this inauguration hide any of the ugliness and the pain that this country is in. That's the other thing that I think was wonderful about today was incredibly honest. And if we are saying truth matters and truth is important, we'll seek the truth. And the president said it too. President Biden said it too. It got named. It got looked at and it's going to get moved beyond. So, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. There's a lot of people who
0: care about unity and healing. There's a lot of people who care about accountability. How do you think about those two things separately or together?
1: I think they flow from each other, right? So you cannot fix the problem. You cannot heal somebody if you don't understand what the disease is using the body as a metaphor, anytime you've had somebody who's got a disease, they can't figure out what it is. And then when you find out what it is, that's when you can begin the treatment. You don't begin the treatment until after you identify what the problem is. And that's kind of where we have to do is we have to identify and say what it is. And the line I kept saying is healing and unity begin with accountability. And it is too, because there must be consequences. Because if there are no consequences, then there are no guideposts, and we must build up what our guideposts are. And so that's what we need to do. So I think you need to have both. I mean, I am as eager as everybody to move forward and to not have to waste precious time on the Senate having a hearing, but then that ignores the fact that it happened. We did not cause this. We did not incite an insurrection. But our job is to respond to the fact that it had at the same time that immigration reform, you know, all the things that got named today, let's get to them when we can. I mean, our will, our ability to create and to do is only limited by our will power, our willingness to do so. It's only limited by our own dedication. And so we are dedicated to both, you know, well, the House did its job already, right? But the Senate can do that. It can do both. You don't get rid of white supremacy. You don't get rid of the Ku Klux Klan. You don't get rid of centuries of neglect and racism and disenfranchisement by just saying, oh, let's forget about it. Let's move forward. No, you must name it you must figure out how to move forward from it you must fix it you must hold it accountable there must be consequences but then you need to really focus on the reason you want to get all of that resolved is because our goal is to be this incredibly inclusive thriving community and you only do that by being honest about what has held you back and there we go uh, so i've got to go uh, i've got to go have a toast
0: Thanks for listening today. Please go to congressdiary.com for more info and other podcasts and to connect with us on social media. And if you have any questions or comments, including questions for the Congresswoman, please email me at diary at org.